you have stumbled onto another episode of Get Your Fill, Financial Independence and Long Life, where we speak to folks who have achieved at least one of these goals. Before we get back into our conversation with Ione McNeil, the baby billionaire, let's talk for a minute about the coronavirus and these state shutdowns. Okay, so most states started shutting down at the end of March, when the worst day, March 24th, had over 20,000 new cases reported in the U.S. Okay, so now it's the beginning of May, and states are talking about and making plans to reopen. Even though we haven't had a day with less than 20,000 new cases since March 30th, and in fact, most days have had over 30,000 new cases. So that tells me that either we shouldn't be reopening or we shouldn't have closed in the first place. I mean, am I crazy here? We have 30% more cases than we did when we closed. Okay, great, so let's reopen. What, are we just giving up? Was this just some weird experiment to see how much BS Americans were willing to put up with? I mean, I would love to hear your opinion on this. So let's start a dialogue. Leave your comments on getyourfillpodcast.com and tell me, what do you think? Was this just all some weird social experiment? Are we crazy to think about leaving the house again? I mean, in Massachusetts, they're talking about making the wearing of masks mandatory for the foreseeable future. I mean, that's not going to happen. That's ridiculous. I mean, we can't just all run around with masks. Anyway, Ione McNeil, today's guest, this is part two of our interview with Ione McNeil, who started investing at an age when most of us are still putting dimes and quarters into our piggy banks. She knew at a very young age that she did not want to trade her time for dollars and basically escaped the rat race before she was even old enough to vote. Let's pick up where we left off and hear what great advice she has for us slow learners. I think, you know, we, I'm struggling with this with my nephew is how to get him like plugged into that, into that excitement. And uh, how do you do it? How do you get? I don't know. I mean, I think, I think it's like, how do you get somebody not to drink? As much as we like to parent, as much as we like to shelter children in our parenting, sometimes you just got to let them see what a drunk really looks like. Stumbling, smelling, not being able to be trusted not being able to keep a job and be honest. Is that how you want to end up? Yeah. You know, it's no different than us seeing crackheads on the street. Like, I mean, this is how I made my decision. I saw financial ruin and I was like, mm, not yeah. about to do that. Yeah. But I've definitely come across a lot of my peers that their parents did everything for them. I mean, who want to live that? Right. Who want to learn and do for themselves when you've always had somebody to do for you? You've never even probably had to think for real or for your own because somebody else is always solving your problems for you. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, when it comes to how do I get my kid in, interested, I don't know. I, I honestly can't say. Just scare them into it. <laughs> I mean, you know, or or expose them to the joys of it, you know. Yeah. But I'm not for like 
forcing anybody to do anything. Um, I think that if you are in it and they're around you, they're more often than not going to naturally ask you certain questions when it's time and when they're ready. Yeah. You know? Um, Yeah, well, we'll figure it out. So are you part of an investment club now? No. Oh, I just thought about something. And I I mean, I may become, I'm going to become part of an investment club soon because I have to start a model investment club for my chapter, my BI chapter. (laughs) But what I was just going to, I thought about is, how old is your nephew? uh, Good question. I think he's now 12. If you get something for him, um, maybe if you can get the statements mailed to him that's and use idea. that as a talking point. Yeah. Yeah. That's like for idea. my niece, who's three, I bought her, um, a certain like toddler magazine subscription. So that comes to the house, her house with her name on it. Yeah. And she knows that's hers. Yeah. That's a good um, idea. Cause everything's online, but I could print it out and mail it to him myself, you know? Yeah, or you can have them mail it to him, you know. Yeah, I guess. You don't know if it's, you can get it separated. I'll see. Well, I'll see if, because he has his own, I opened an account for him on Folio. So I'll see if I can get it. And you're, and you're the custodial, you're the custodian, right? For right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just ask him about paper statements mailed to him just for that account, you know, with none of the other accounts. Yeah. And they may be, they may be able to work it out. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, you're right. That's an excellent idea. Good thinking, because that would be exciting. Then he can watch it change. And then he can be like, Auntie, why do we have this stock? It goes down every month. <laughs> why don't we have this other stock? You know? And yeah. then you can say, Well, which one you want? And yep. then you can say, Well, where are you gonna get the money from? Well, I'll match you. If you come up with something, I'll come up with something, then you can buy it and have him buy it. Yeah, that's a good yeah. idea too. Because right now it's just all my money in there. So there's no ownership. There's no ownership. Oh, you're very wise. Very wise. <laughs> so what, what do you think was your most, is there something that stands out to you as like your most important lesson where you're like, oh, wow, like that was like a big paradigm shift or that was like a big, if I wouldn't have known that, I don't know. Uh, seeing the, va- the, uh, the value of how time value of money and compound interest works together. Yeah. And over a long period of time. What's your um, website that has that chart? Oh, yes. So what I said to Google is Google the, T-H-E, the automatic millionaire time value of money. Okay. All on the same line. Use appropriate spacing, please. <laughs> and press enter. And once you press enter, if you go over to images, it should be the very first image. And you know it's this image because it shows three different people, mm-hmm. Billy, Susan, and somebody else. Um, and Billy starts investing at 15, investing $3,000 a year for five years. The second person, I think her name is Susan, she invests um, $3,000 from age 19 to 27, 26, 27, something like that. And then the last person, oh, I think her name is Kim. 
she invests three thousand dollars from age 27 all the way to 65 and um again billy having started in high school at 15 he invests a total of fifteen thousand dollars only three thousand um dollars for five years and then stops um susan invests a total of twenty four thousand dollars and then stops and then kim invests a total of one hundred and seventeen thousand dollars three thousand dollars for every year from age 27 to 65 and even though kim put in one hundred and seventeen thousand dollars they're all earning 10 percent a year which most people don't know but for the past 100 years that's what the s p 500 has averaged so even if they had just put it in the s p in index fund uh, without feeling like they needed to know special magic or not trading or anything mm. and reinvesting their dividends kim investing one hundred seventeen thousand dollars in her lifespan actually phenomenally ends up with one point two million dollars and when you think about it that's a great return for her money um but not as great as billy <laughs> not as great as billy who only put in fifteen thousand dollars but because he put it in so much earlier in life it had so much more time to grow exponentially yeah um and he ends up with 1.6 million dollars so the moral of the story is don't beat yourself if you didn't start early <laughs> the real point of that example is now is better than later yeah so wherever you are now if you can consistently start to invest in i'm gonna call them income producing assets then you will have started your time clock to start you know yeah. working for you yeah. having your money work for you um i did i want to share this other example most people don't know about but chris if i said i'll give you a million dollars today or a penny that doubles every day for 31 days which one would you take the penny i know this math <laughs> so this is this reminds me of that fetus that grows if anybody ever took uh biology and and had to 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 test x and y chromosomes and how babies grow you'll remember that once the sperm hits the egg then they like start to split into cells and one turns into two two turns into four four turns into 16 and then blah 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 um so with the with the penny that doubles every day for 30 30 days um by day 29 you would have made a million dollars and i think by day 30 you would have had two million 
and then by day 31 you would have had close to five million dollars but again you had to suffer like quote unquote suffer 28 days before you saw real growth or what you considered was worth it yeah and i think that is um why a lot of us don't start because we get discouraged in not seeing um improvement immediately things taking too slow of a time um but i think you know when i was a gardener in dc uh that helped change my relationship to time um because time is out of your control yeah so that's the first thing to recognize and then i think the second thing to recognize is there's nothing you can do to stop it <laughs> so you were a zen gardener <laughs> i guess so i became a zen i became a, a zen meditator when i was gardening yeah but yeah i was uh you know it's one of those things where it's like why fight the wave when you can ride it you know yeah. time is already going to pass what are you doing to help you benefit from its passing yeah you know you can't grow what you never sowed, what you never planted you know and there's you can always plant but of course in growing there's always better time periods <laughs> you know there are certain times to grow tomatoes to grow watermelon to grow kale to grow whatever it is um but you can't start expecting to to reap the harvest unless you've actually sowed it and then there's nothing you can do well organically really to speed it up right you know you just really gotta wait and the other part about it was you was gonna be waiting anyway like <laughs> <laughs> my new phrase is the best way to wait is not to move on with your life <laughs> so so that's my investment strategy I invest and I move on with my life. I don't watch it. I don't check it daily. I don't, I mean, this is actually the most plugged in I've ever been because so many quality things are on sale. Right. But I mean, for the past 20 something years, I didn't even used to check my thing more than twice a year. Yeah. You know, I mean, I just, I wasn't ready. It wasn't my thing. I knew it was important to do, but. I knew I also didn't have the discipline to be like watching it all the time and and keeping it there, you know, because yeah. yeah, you can watch it all the time, but then you feel like I'll be a fool if I don't make a move. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. It's self control, <laughs> and I don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> don't snack. Don't put. Don't bring the snacks in the house. You don't have to snack. Exactly. We talk about willpower. Just don't bring it in the house. Because uh, yeah. <laughs> I know I'm too lazy to go to the store to pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know how I drink water? I don't buy juice. I mean, simple, simple. Yeah, exactly. Don't complicate things. Yep. Yeah, turn laziness into an asset. <laughs> you know. Thank you. See, you're you're a Zen gardener right there. <laughs> way of the Tao, shit. Yeah, exactly. So what advice, besides the fact that everything's on sale and like people should go buy something, I mean, mm -hmm. what, so to me, the secret 
that I feel like I discovered when I was mm. getting into real estate, I mean, getting into uh, stock investing was that, you know, there is a seed, there is a time to buy some. It's, you know, there is a wrong time to buy. There is a right time to buy. And um, waiting, waiting until that right time comes along or mm. understanding that, you know, I mean, it's so easy to look at a company that you're really interested in buying and thinking, oh, I, you know, the price is never going to be as low as it is right now, even though it might not technically be in the buy range. I mean, Mm. Gardner comes in, right? Yeah, because I have to use this parable. I don't know who said it. I don't know if it's Jap Japanese, Chinese, or somebody, East. <laughs> um, but they say that the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. <laughs> the next best time is now. Yeah. And I think the timing of the market is the 20 years ago. That is something you learn after you've already walked a mile in your mo moccasins, yeah. you know? Yeah. That's not something, <clears throat> it's like saying, oh, you know, um, when's the best time to work out? Like, should I do morning workout? Should I, should I go to the gym after, after I get off from work? You know, and like, you see this, you see this in the brow? <laughs> this is how you know you're thinking too much about exactly. it, right? <laughs> Who gives a shit? Yeah, just get to Go the work out. Go yeah. work out. You ain't worked out in 20 years. <laughs> Why are you trying to time me now? It doesn't even matter right now. Yeah. Go take a walk. Yeah. Go lift a few weights. Go take, do a few laps. Go do a few push-ups. I don't care what time of day you do the damn push-up. Yeah. You do a few, see how you feel, do a few the next day, do a few the next day. And after you have started walking, doing, acting, then you can massage it like, mm, I'm going to do them push-ups right when I get up in the morning. Mm, I'm going to do them push-ups right before I go to bed. <laughs> okay, that's when you start thinking about timing. Yes. Because we don't know the timing of the market but what we do know is when you wait you miss out on the time so i definitely think that the time is now it's always going to be now if you don't feel comfortable timing it set it up on automatic withdrawal from your bank account automatic investment into uh a mutual fund, a ETF, an index fund, really an index fund, an ETF, because the costs are, are much lower than a mutual fund. Yeah. Um, but set something up automatically so that you can give yourself credit for doing. And after the doing, continue your education. Start to feel comfortable that you have built up stamina in your doing to then create a strategy. But don't allow not having a strategy to stop you from not doing something yeah. because next thing you know, you're going to be Kim on that graph. <laughs> you, have, you would have waited until the perfect day and next thing you know, five years have passed. And, that, and that, the other thing about timing, 
five years would have passed without you earning dividends on your money. Right. Outside of how much you pay for it. More often than not, the dividends is going to get you more than if you spent the money on something you didn't need or had it be, um, had it sitting in a savings account, which wasn't giving you any money anyway. Yeah. Not to mention, when it's sitting in a savings account, it's not sitting in there. You know why? Somebody else is investing it. <laughs> because the bank has just lent it to your neighbor for its mortgage. And the bank is making 18% on it anyway. So what you doing? Yeah. Yeah. So would that, would that be a, 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 a fair summary of your advice to people is just go freaking do something? <laughs> yeah. Do something. Start small. Invest often. Start small. Invest often. It's not even about trying to master it. It's like trying to learn to swim in the ocean. That's not the place to try to be learning. <laughs> like, go swim in a kiddie pool, you know, or... Yeah or a little small swimming pool, and then go out to the ocean. Um, yeah, start small, keep it often, invest often, because it's, 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 it is about the regular, uh, the routineness of it, or the regularity of it. Yeah. You know, that's actually more important than, um, really than anything else. Starting early, doing it often. I thought about um, kind of like a saying. I don't. I think I'm making this up, and I'm merging two or something like that. But you know, you don't have to be perfect. And this is a lot of things. But getting a job, being in a relationship. A lot of times, if you just keep showing up, you know, you just keep being persistent enough in it you're going to get better at it just because you were willing to show up. So yeah. I don't want, um, I don't want showing up to be underestimated. So yes, I agree. Um, start early, invest often, um, focus on taking the steps that you can take instead of feeling beat down for what you don't know. Yeah. Do you have a, any kind of an app or, um, anything that you like for investing nope yeah any anything's fine yeah <laughs> well you know to me investing is investing is like reading um i did it at seven years old because if if a seven-year-old can do it you can do it uh <laughs> There is a, a quote that I literally wrote down last month when I was watching the second season of Luke Cage. And this man said to this other man, if you can't explain the scam to a seven-year-old, you're probably the one getting scammed. <laughs> so with that being said, once you learn the alphabet, once you learn how to, you know, what sounds each letter makes and then how to chain those sounds together to say words, you've learned the basic of reading. You know how to read. Right. So you can read any word. You have to learn how to read words before you can then start being like, oh, well, what's the definition of that word? Yeah. And that's how I feel about investing. Once you start learning certain... the the fundamental vocabulary 
what are the words that we talk about? What is stock? What is share? What is price? What is earnings? What is price slash earnings? What is price <laughs> divided by earnings? What is earnings per share? What is profit? What is sales? What is revenue? Once you can actually recognize those words, have a definition to those words, understand the relationship of those words to each other, sales usually goes with expenses to give you a profit. Assets usually go with liabilities to show you what the owner's equity is. Dividends usually come from earnings per share. What is that relationship? Once you start learning the relationship of, you know, these uh, vocabulary words and the dance that they do and how they tango and how they switch partners, then any stock that comes before you, which, which is really any company that comes before you, you can start asking basic questions. How does it make its money? How much money does it keep? How profitable has it been? Well, how much does it cost right now in relationship to how profitable it has been? And then that can then tell you, hmm, am I going to be paying too much for this? Where does paying too much for? What's the two things that are in relationship to each other? Price and earnings. How much am I getting for this stock? Well, what do you mean getting? Dividends is what's paid to you for holding a stock. Like once you know that basic level, then we can start having a conversation around the nuts and bolts of the business, not the news of the business, not what somebody said about the business, but the business model of the business, the profitability of the business, and ultimately, is it worth your time and money or is it not? At least that's how simple, you know, I keep it. Um, But I do think that it's just like, it's just like language. Once you learn how to talk, once you learn how to say words, string those words together in sentences, once you start having a conversation with people, then you can start reading between the lines. You can't read between the lines when you don't even know, you know, what the language, what the code is. Yeah. So they're definitely um, building blocks to learning about investing. It's all very simple. I can teach it all in English. You don't have to be scared, <laughs> you know. Um, but it will it will give you a certain insight on how other people think about money because i think a lot of times our relationship with money is go to work to get money go to the store to give money go to church to kind of give money um ask people to raise money or to give you money yeah but the idea of actually giving money to somebody to help grow their business or their idea in exchange for more money. That's like a new concept for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. So how about, um, will will you later when you get a chance, like send me a couple of books or, or you want to just tell me off the top of your head, a couple of books that you recommend for beginners? Oh, sure. Um, one book 
this talks about the start early invest often and make it automatic which is the automatic millionaire by david bach um my book which is the baby billionaire's guide to investing by ioni mcneil also known also known as the baby billionaire um stock i would say even more than a book using the better investing tools mm -hmm. um they have some really good books that aren't at the top of my head but um there's like i think an investing handbook and um different things like that oh the better investing magazine i think that that is a gem yeah um because that's like a book but an article then yeah and um, if you just start reading that you can get exposed to a lot of this language and start putting a lot of pieces together mm -hmm. um, a lot of questions you didn't even know you had will start to be answered in this magazine and um yeah i really think that that's the, better investing above all i think is one of the best places to learn this information number one because they're not benefiting off of you learning from them or you investing with them right you know um so much of financial education is really sales material and people don't realize that that's what it is yeah so um better investing provides a lot of great resources to help you just under understand basic concepts of business and investing um, that I, I really haven't seen um, put put better or said said better better elsewhere. Mm -hmm. um, what should I have asked you that I didn't ask you? What else do you want to share that I I failed to touch on? Um, I mean, I think this has been wonderful. Uh, uh, let me think. Oh. Um, I think I, I do want to not all the way share, but just bring to people's attention interest. I talked about a little earlier, um, how much do things really cost? And how much does your ignorance cost? <laughs> oh, I think I'm going to do a, a series, a, 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 a show on that. But anyway, um, that is really just to highlight understanding what interest really means. Mm -hmm. Interest is the price you pay to use someone else's money. Interest also is the price you get paid for somebody using your money. Right. And interest in the form of student debt, credit card debt, mortgage, car payment, business loan, all of that, when you're using somebody else's money, you're paying a certain rate of interest. When you're investing, companies are paying you a certain rate of interest. And I think that's, that's, that's the best way I can say what investing is mm -hmm. uh, because we are very familiar with being a borrower and dealing with lenders. But I don't think outside of personal relationships with people that ask us for money, we're not used to being a, a, a lender, right. but just like, you know, if your cousin Paul came up to you and said, Hey, can I borrow $20? What's the first thing you're going to do? Well, like 
you know, I think the answer that you want is this, you know, you say, well, what's, you know, what's in it for me? What am I going to, when are you going to pay me back? What's, you know? Yep. You're going to think, what's this person's history? Yep. You're going to look at, just like we look at the history of a stock, what have they been doing yeah. with their money for the past 10 years? Yeah. We're going to run it back. What has Paul been doing with his money? Why, yeah. why is he asking me this for this money? What is he going to use it for? Yeah. Do I support that? Yeah. Is it likely I'm going to get this money back? Yeah. So these are the same questions you literally unconsciously sometimes run in your head about your uh, family member or friend that comes to you asking for money. These are questions you should be run running when you're um, looking to invest your money in a certain company. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. because you can get an answer to all of those questions. Um, and you can get an answer to them all for free. <laughs> right. So that's, um, I don't know how you would have phrased that question, but that is something that I, I did want to share with yeah. people um, just so that they can realize, again, everything that I say and how I say it is really about realizing how much you already know. Yeah. how much you already do these things that have these analyzing methods. Um, you just may not have done it yet with business decisions or investment decisions. But once you can make that connection and correlation, I think it's much easier to do in investing. It's much easier to get started. It's much easier to feel confident in your skills, you know, no different than, Realizing when you worked at a job, you learned certain transferable skills. <laughs> you know, you didn't allow that to stop your career jump from this industry to that industry because you was like, oh no, sales is sales is sales. Yeah. You know, or operations is operations is operations, whatever industry you're in. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I just want people to give themselves more credit than they have been um, and feel comfortable with getting started yeah nice thank you mm -hmm. thank you so much ioni this has been a real blast for me i hope other people yes, like to it as much as too. i like being part me of it <laughs> thanks ioni for sharing your time with us today and thank you listener for listening check out the website getyourfilledpodcast.com for links to the resources that we talked about today the video of the interview and to share your comments and opinions be sure to tune in next week to meet another interesting person with lots of wisdom to share. In the meantime, live every day with no regrets. <laughs>